Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Off the Rails podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Gregory, and once again, uh, I'm joined by my co-host, Rem. How's it going, Rem? Goes well by me. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so, um, how's school going for you? Goes pretty well. Good. Any uh, any exciting things going on currently that you feel comfortable talking about? Let's see, exciting things going on ter- currently. Well, like I, I mentioned, I'm getting involved in a bunch of different bunch of different clubs for probably next semester. Good, good. Uh, and we did briefly uh, we did briefly talk uh, talk about this. And I was thinking, well, I, like personally to me, you're going to school full time. Or uh, and you're also planning on going to school full time during the fall, and you're going to be part of how many clubs? You said probably at least five. Probably at least five. Five clubs. Okay. Well, yeah. That honestly, I I would honestly have a tough time doing that, and like like I, I could possibly do that, but I'll probably be missing some days on on, on uh, certain clubs, and I would probably not be able to focus on the clubs as much as I would want to. Do you think that you like how many clubs are you part of right now? Um, right now, it's the only one I'm really actively involved in would be the New Worcester Spy, the campus uh, newspaper. A lot of the clubs I'll be involved with next semester are, you know, we're just getting them going. Right. Okay. So. So what, like, uh, so you have like one, one or two right now, yeah. technically speaking. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, since you want to do five, doing two clubs and going full time must be going well. Then, I'd say so. Yes. So, do so. Are you confident that you're going to be able to go to school full time and do five clubs and then do well with every single one of those things? I mean, yes, I'm confident. I do I do know that overconfidence is one of my weaknesses, but yes, I feel confident. <laughs> I mean, hey, uh it, if anything, you you can always drop like a club or two, you know? Yeah, or a class hectic. or two since I'm planning on taking seven next semester. You plan on taking seven classes next semester? Yeah. Seven classes run. <laughs> and still do clubs? Yeah. I cannot wait to to make a, a a podcast episode when you are dealing with all that. I'm extremely excited <laughs> to do that. So by next semester, do you mean this fall or next? Ah, uh, yeah, this fall. You're planning to do seven classes with five clubs this fall. Yeah, I cannot wait to make an episode with you. Like the first three weeks after you have started everything, do you realize how much work that is? Seven classes, seven finals, seven possible midterms. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking six classes this semester. You're taking six classes this semester? Yeah. How do you even have free time for anything? Like, are they three credit classes or some are like four credit classes? They're all three credits. Oh, three credits. Okay, I mean, that's not as bad, but still, that's... So it's three classes, so you're doing six, or it's 18 credits. And I think the credits are like for each hour that you do the class a week. So you do 18 hours of class a week? Um, let's see. Three hours on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's six. Plus 
uh two and a half hours on Wednesday. Okay, and that's eight and a half. And uh ostensibly two and a half hours on Friday, but I stopped going to one of my Friday classes because I can do it's mostly online and and uh, I really didn't have any reason to go to the in-person class meetings because we didn't even discuss much that was related to the, what I needed to do for the class. Yeah, I do remember we briefly talked about this uh, last week, not on the podcast, of course, but um, I, I, I actually, I, I had no idea. I had no idea they were doing six. I thought you, that you were just doing four at the semester, but you're doing six no, classes. six, yeah. And you still have time to enjoy yourself. Like, obviously, you have time to uh, to record the, uh, this podcast like three weeks in a row. Uh, and you are also doing like a technically two clubs while planning other clubs. Do you feel that you still have time to do other things as well? Um, so during the first half of the semester, I felt like I had a lot of time after spring break, things started getting tight. And now I don't feel like I have as much time to, for instance, uh, ride my bike to the gym, but, uh, it's not like I, it's not like I have no time to do anything. I mean, I'm still finding time. I've overall getting enough sleep, uh, finding time to sit down to eat, uh, chat with friends stuff like that oh no that is uh i think that's impressive i don't think a lot of people do six classes i think six classes is honestly like like a bit crazy like obviously if you can pass all of them you can probably graduate much faster than anyone else but do you find yourself at least a little bit stressed um like uh um like every like every once in a while, would you say? Um, only very rarely do I get like acutely stressed. Like a time comes to mind when I had dropped my computer on the concrete and it stopped working. I was a little freaked out about, about that. Uh, luckily it fixed itself the next day. Uh, otherwise I feel like the you know, the stress of just kind of the background workload doesn't necessarily affect me negatively. It just makes me kind of hyper. Hyper. Okay. That, well, I am actually a, a bit impressed. Six classes is, it's a lot. Uh, is there any reason why you're doing six classes and not four classes? Um. So what what you said is taking more classes. I can probably graduate sooner that's not actually the reason but the reason is because there there are so many classes i want to take that sound interesting i want to be able to fit most of those at least in uh in four years so are all of these classes that you're taking right now part of your curricular oh no yeah i'm no i'm taking classes that i don't technically need to be taking for for the major are for uh, general ed requirements. So I'm guessing two of them are not classes that you need, and then the other four are. Uh, that sounds about right. 
I I don't think I've met one person yet, obviously besides you now, that takes extra classes, but not only takes extra classes, but takes extra classes that he or she doesn't need. <laughs> I usually see that as like if they want to do like a summer course, like one class that they're interested in, but they would not have time to do it you know, usually. Um, so no, I, I think that's a bit impressive. Now, how are you doing in all of those classes? Um, let's see. I expect, I expect to probably get definitely an A in two of them and probably, probably B's in all the others being realistic. So do you think that you can make Dean's list this semester? Do I think what? That you can make Dean's list. Do you know what a Dean's, uh, dean's list is? No, I don't. No, I th- I think do not quote him. Uh, do not quote. Uh, do not quote me on this. But I think Dean's list is when I think you have to get A's and B's. I don't know what the ratio, but I I got it last semester when I didn't really think that I would. Uh, I think I got two A's and two B's. I had four classes. Uh, I got two A's and two B's. I think. And I made Dean's list. So there's a possibility that you might be able to make Dean's list. But like I said, I don't know the ratio. Like you may need a certain amount of A's um, compared to a certain amount of B's. But yeah, it, it would be. I think it would be really impressive if you get Dean's list by doing six classes, two of which you probably don't really need. But what are those two classes that you're taking that you don't really need? Um... Honestly, I don't know which which ones I technically need and which ones I don't. I said you said four and two. I said that sounds about right. I mean, I'm looking at the classes I need for my major, and I I have a list of classes I want to take, and I just have everything I need for my major on that list, and also just random classes I'm interested in. Hmm. So I don't necessarily remember which are which. Fair. I mean, I guess you don't have to really worry about it since you're taking seven classes next semester. But what do you think? Are you aiming for a certain ratio next semester? Like four classes you need, three you don't? No, like I said, I just have one list where I include all the classes I need for the major and also uh, just random classes I'm interested in. And then you just pick randomly from that list? Well, not randomly. I pick which classes... Uh, from the list fit neatly into a schedule. So let's say, so is there a possibility that you might take six classes that you don't need next semester and then one that you don't? I mean, and, and one that you do? Um, I think it's, I think it's actually mostly going to be classes I need next semester because I spoke with my uh, faculty advisor about that. Uh, so I think Again, I don't remember exactly. I think it's more like five and t- five and two, or or s- I think it's actually six and one for next semester. So six classes you need, and and, and one that you don't really need. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much like the other way of what I said. Okay. No. Um. Like I said, I wish you the best. Uh. But I will say, <laughs> since if you think it's tight now with six classes and two clubs. Uh, 
I, I hope that you're ready for seven classes and five clubs. That's 11, um, 11 things that you kind of have to just obviously be a part of since you are signing up and since you want to be a, a part of them too. Mm-hmm. Um, no, okay. <laughs> like I said, I didn't even know that you had that many classes. Um, even before we, we recorded, I could have swear, uh, sworn that you only had four. <laughs> um, but no, like I said, that is impressive. And I hope that you're not doing that thing that you just said that you do. That is, uh, being overconfident because <laughs> I think if you cannot handle all that, it can really weigh down and snowball like a lot to the point where if you don't think you have time to go to the gym now, your time to do anything fun next semester would be quite limited. Hey, well, I find the classes fun. I find the clubs are fun. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't sign up for things if I didn't think they were fun. I mean, some classes like you don't really have an option. Some classes like that's you, you true. have to take. You know? That's true. But you said so. You say I've right been selectively now, avoiding those. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you when you have to take them, it's gonna be you may have to take like four classes that you don't like in one semester. Well, when it comes to that time, then I might have to cut down on the load a bit. Yeah, I would strongly recommend it. But no, I am. <laughs> I'm quite excited to to film an episode where you are taking, you're doing all all of those things at once. <laughs> and I want to see. Uh, I want to compare your confidence levels from now compared to then, because I'm pretty sure they're going to be a bit different. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm not saying that you cannot handle it, but it is a lot for anyone to handle. You know, so yeah, just let's just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note somewhere to remind myself to ask you this, but I, I probably will remember immediately as soon as you remind me how many classes and how many things you're doing. <laughs> um, but no, I pr- I probably would never take that. Like, if I could do seven, even if I could do six classes really well. I would still probably only do four classes because then that gives me more free time to enjoy whatever else I'm doing. Unless these classes are like super easy and I can take like an extra one, maybe. But yeah, I, I probably would never or I said like 98% of the time, I probably would not even consider taking more than four classes at once. Because I think that would just eat away my time. And I would say you're definitely more of, more of a school person than me. Which also which helps. is weird, weird for you to say that, seeing as I'm the one who is unschooled and you're not. Um, I mean, it, it, it was not like I went to school because of, like I wanted to. Most people don't want to go to school. Period. Oh yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, so I would say like that's kind of like out of my hands in a way, um, and also like. I would say I'm like I like I never enjoyed like like learning in school, like I, I like I always find I always found my own ways. And my GPA in high school was like three point four, three point four five, I think. And I never I think the total amount of time I studied in high school was probably like like in the all four years was maybe two hours. <laughs> and my GPA was a, was a three point four five. Hey, I I don't blame I don't blame you for not enjoying it. The primary the primary school system in this country does not make learning fun. 
it does not make almost anything fun really True. especially college when it's it's a lot of money and if people have to like because uh, a big part or, or something really uh common that happens here is the parents usually want to make sure that their kids leave home by like when they're 20 you know and then they and then let's say if the parent does that the kid has to worry about passing all the classes paying the loans back making sure they have a job and money to pay it back uh take care of classes take care of themselves it is especially nowadays uh, with things uh how expensive things are and how not exactly balanced the pay is for 99 of jobs compared to uh like the price of living i would say that would be like extremely difficult for someone like that to even like like the word enjoyment probably would not get anywhere near that person's mind uh you know i think at that point it's just about survival and that's the other thing too that people don't seem to even care about you know because uh you can say you know america is 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 a in a in a way or in some ways uh a great country with uh uh, probably more opportunity for wealth than any other country but i think it's also out of all the first world countries it's probably one of the saddest in terms of culture and our educational system is bad. Our uh, our healthcare system is pretty uh, is pretty bad as well. Um, is our judicial system is or or it can be pretty bad sometimes. Of course, there are many um, outliers to those, but I, I will say that there are many things that we are that we have to work on that we are not doing much, if anything, about honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Unfortunately, I think the reason we we don't do anything to to fix these problems is because people are too too worried with their their day to day. They don't have they don't have uh, time to worry about everything else. Of course, part of that's just time management because I think almost almost anybody can find the time. I mean, think about how much how much uh, the average American spends on how much time the average American spends on activities like watching TV or browsing social media. That's oh, probably, probably hours a day. Right. But don't you think that some of them are just watching TV because that's like a super easy thing to do and that possibly they're so stressed and tired from everything else. They're like turning off their brain and just sitting there and watching like some useless shit might be like that's that's true, but I think it compounds the problem rather than relieving it. Oh, absolutely! Like it's definitely like I don't think those people would want to do that if they didn't want or if they didn't feel like they had to. Like it definitely builds on, uh, especially when you come or when you talk about or, or or when you bring things like TikTok or Instagram. That there was a research done that Instagram made. Uh, I think it was definitely more girls than guys, but like a good chunk of percentage of females more insecure about their looks, you know, because everyone's using filters and like certain lightings and plastic surgery, steroids, steroids, all that. Um, like once again, it also con- it also doesn't help the problem at all. It just it just for the most part makes it worse. Yeah, and yeah, like I definitely think there are people out there like. For example, like going to the gym, right? If you, if, unless you have like a medical condition, like diabetes or like a, like a really rough diabetes, or if you, or like if you have a really, sp- uh, 
like some like a some kind of uh, disease, illness, or uh, impairment where it makes it harder, like super hard, for you to go to the gym. I I I can ask, or like obviously, if you're working two jobs and you have like a family to feed, or if you don't have like literally any time to do it, I would say that is like that is on you. Like if you're a, if you're an able person and you have the time to spend three hours like watching like, like a movie instead of at least like working out for thirty minutes, you know, like thirty minutes like for five days, that's that's great, that's fine. Uh, like I definitely would put the blame more on, on them than the situation, but there are people who have it a bit rougher than others who might not really um, have much time to go to the gym compared to the amount of time they can just lay down and rest from everything that, that they have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's one of my best comparisons. You know, it's like some people have the time and don't do it. Some people have, don't have the time and somehow still find a way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't have the time and don't do it. And I think that's fine. Um, but you know, like if you're, like I said before, if you are an, if you are an able person that doesn't, that has the time, if you don't have like, not saying that you don't have like a tough life, tough life, but like compared to other fellow Americans that are born and and raised here or, or, or whatever, and, and may have like, uh, um, uh, uh, like a muchier, muchier, like a much tougher life in terms of like um, family, health, and wealth, and uh, you know many other variables that may affect their uh, their ability to have to, the time to do things that they want to do, like f- fun things. Like I said, I definitely think it's it's on you, you know, and it's. Uh, like many of the things we, we talked about earlier stuff to draw a line exactly <laughs> yeah. where like it's laziness compared to just ex- exhaustion from like like genuine exhaustion from doing everything but i think that's definitely like another thing that could compare to you know people um like ha- like you were saying like they ha- having the time to watch tv but not actually going out and doing anything else uh, like there's probably people out there who could do something fun, but are choosing not to. And there are those who are kind of in the same boat, but, you know, due to some uh, specific circumstances it, uh, in their personal life, it's just, it's either like watch TV to just like turn their brain off or have to deal with like, uh, like the, the, possible stress on their day-to-day life you know yeah absolutely and i that's kind of the point i was trying to make again there are obviously people who do have very tough lives telling them you know find the time to go to the gym or what have you it's going to be absurd but in general americans are pretty privileged compared to you know the rest of the world i think most americans probably do have time in their day that they spend on something like watching TV that they could devote to, like you said, doing something fun or like we were talking about earlier, you know, pick any one of the numerous, uh, numerous big issues in our country and do something to, to improve it. And that kind of kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier too. my class load is uh, the, the 
time management there and really prioritization because I, I, I used to uh, watch a lot of TV, play a lot of video games, uh, stuff like that. I would spend hours, you know, arguing with people on Twitter. Uh, eventually, I decided to. I, I I never felt like I had enough time to do anything. Eventually, I decided to track everything I do in a day and how much time I spend on each activity. I really shocked myself with how much time I spent. Like the majority of the day, I would spend doing things that aren't really important. And I started thinking about, you know, what could I do in that three hours I spend watching TV and make it something more fun, more engaging, more productive. And what was your journey from then? Uh, so obviously it wasn't immediately but in some in some cases it actually was some some things i just uh pretty much quit cold turkey like i i used to have a a serious uh you won't believe me knowing me now i used to have a serious gaming addiction like video games uh I, so i quit that cold turkey other things it's like it's not like you have to uh eschew television for life but these days it's like i'll spend an hour or two a week watching tv rather than an hour or two a day and think think about you know modern tv shows most of them aren't even worth worth watching anyway (laughs) yeah that is sadly true sadly true i personally don't watch a lot of uh tv or any of that i definitely watch like a decent bit of like uh um like videos on, on YouTube and things like more than like a couple of weeks ago because of like surgery and, and shit and how I have to take it easier or how I've been trying at least. And yeah, like I definitely would say that I, I didn't cut games completely out of my life or uh, TV shows completely out. Um, I guess it also helps that my standards for TV shows and like comedy has, has gone up. So there's the last you watch, and when there's the last you watch, you usually want to find something else to do. Um, but you know, like obviously, I, I would want to go to the gym more and uh, and exercise more. But because once again of my st- still recovery process, it's uh, I have to be more careful because like I want to go to the gym and do like the thing that I used to do before, like just to be there for like two hours working out. But I have to cut it down to like maybe thirty minutes to an hour max. And, you know, when it's like, if you do work out, it could bring you harm, like in terms of like you have a condition or you're recovering from like an uh, illness or a serious injury or even like a minor injury. Like those are legit reasons to not work out, if not like, you know, not work out as much as you used to. But, you know, uh, if and when, hopefully when I do recover from this fully, I will definitely be hitting the gym just like I used to, to between like at least like an hour, um, well, bet- over the course of five days, between an hour and two hours. Two hours are usually is for upper body day, one hour and a half or so usually for lower body day because that one takes a bit less time. Um, but uh, yeah, it's all about time time management. Like I, I'm not sure if I think I talked about this before briefly. I, I'm an author, right? And I have many stories still in the works. And I would really want to work on them. I um, 
I didn't work on them at all over my two-week break. And I'm kind of uh, a bit uh, upset about that. But I did do some things that I'm proud of. Like I renew my, I got my social social, social security card. I, re- I renew my passport that should be coming in. I, uh, I'm going to be going on an o- online class this, uh, this while well, I've, I'm, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I've already been accepted into a, a online class and I will be starting May 1st. So I have to deal with, uh, signing up for specific classes and stuff. So I definitely think I did productive things, but like, uh, anyway, like back to what I was saying, I was, I think I was playing a game that I still like to this day. haven't played in a while, but it's called Smite and I was thinking like, this is not really going to give me anything to remember in the future. And I want to do something like that. Hmm. So I just stopped playing games for like a while. And I started typing and creating on my, on, on my book that is currently out now. Um, and I think I released it two years ago. I think I believe it was, I think it was 2020, 2021. I think it was 2020. It was either. Yeah, definitely one of those. And it it just feels great to know that I, I will leave something behind. Like whenever I go, like I have at least <laughs> one one thing, and I have many other books in the works that I want. I really want to go back to uh, uh, working on badly. Uh, though you know, I, I probably should be trying a bit harder at some things. But I'm proud of the things that I've done. Like if I if I was still playing video games, I was, I probably would mm-hmm. not have this book. I probably would not have this podcast that. Like figuring out like the YouTube channel, how to record the uh, all the equipment and stuff was not easy. I definitely would rather, you know, be watching something funny or do something else that I like. But uh, like like I love doing the podcast, but I don't. I didn't really like the process of like all the stress about like finding something that works that fit on my laptop, like an app that works to record, to edit, to release. How would I get it on the other apps? But, you know, you have to start somewhere and the journey to where you want to get is not always the easiest. But if you focus on like on something that you really want to do and you keep you, you have to keep reminding yourself why you're doing it. I think that's one of the biggest things, because I personally sometimes forget what, what I'm doing something for. But when I remember, it's like a, an immediate confidence boost and like hmm. uh, motivation boost. So, yeah, like I definitely recommend like if you have the time. And I know that it may not be easy at all to start doing something that you really like, like creating a book and, and, and getting it published. Because let me tell you, that was a huge pain in my ass, having to find editors and having to work with them, not knowing exactly what I was looking for, and then having to deal with that uh, outcome. It was definitely not easy, but I am glad that I persevered through and I got to where I actually want to be, like as in like having a, like a book published and having uh, being a host of a podcast. So... No, obviously, if I was in a different situation, personally, like if I had to work two jobs or do like many more things that to support myself or my family uh, members, I probably would have much less time. But even if it's like 10 minutes a day, if you can find 10 minutes, you can set it like like a, a clock or something. Um, but I, I personally would don't put a, like a timer. I just think, okay, I'm going to do this for 10 minutes. If it goes for a bit longer, that's fine. Uh, if it goes like exactly 10 minutes, that's fine too. But, you know, even if it takes like five years, I think, uh, as long as you're, like I said, even for 10 minutes a day, just, uh, it's something to be proud of, I think, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, and we were talking about you know people resort to television or social media or whatever it is because they're stressed from their their day to day. Just uh, having that fulfillment of you know, getting something done will hopefully you know in the in the long run it'll pay out with reduced stress because dopamine, the you know the satisfaction hormone, is going to combat that. <laughs> right. Uh, well, and I think I talked about this either with myself in one episode or with someone else. Um, like the a big issue with like things like TikTok and like these shorts, you know, like short videos, is that, and I I, I watched a couple of videos on this. They actually release dopamine, right? Uh, because hmm. if you're being entertained by a certain video or a certain channel, and you keep scrolling through to through TikTok, because your brain kind of once that dopamine shot over and over again, and then you, it takes, it's kind of like a drug. Like it takes you longer and longer and longer uh, the more you watch it to get that same level of high, quote unquote. Um, so that's why social media can be an addiction because it technically works or can work like a drug for your brain. And for me, it's more like you will keep scrolling on. Or at least I will keep scrolling on something like YouTube Shorts or something like that, and it's not as much as I want to like be entertained by like more and more. It's more like it feels like I'm looking for something that I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> and like let's say you, you watch one video and you're like, "Oh, this wasn't it," and you and you can stop right then and there, but then you don't know exactly what the next video is gonna be. That's so, just like a little bit of FOMO fear of missing out in a way yeah like fear of missing out some like the thing that you that you're looking for like it's like you're looking like i said like you're looking for something that, that you don't know exactly what it is it kind of feels that you will know when you find it or when you see it or when you listen to it but like i said like when you're scrolling through tiktok or youtube shorts or whatever or even i think instagram shorts is a bit the same i'm not exactly sure but at least YouTube and TikTok, you're going to keep scrolling and scrolling because, or at least I will because, or I, I used to, because I don't know what is next. So mm-hmm. I could, like I said, I could leave as soon as I watch a video that's like, eh. But like you said, like in a way, the fear of missing out on what I'm looking for mm-hmm. is there. And I don't know w- what comes next. So, oh, let's try one more and see if that's it. Oh, mm-hmm. this wasn't it. But what if, uh, what if, it, I think the biggest question that pops in my head is like, what if the next one is it? And it, that keeps replaying it over and over again. Like, what if I'm once <laughs> you know? And I think, I'm not sure how many people have that, but I, I'm i confident to say that I, that there, there are at least a good chunk of people out there that probably feel at least similar to, to me. Oh, yeah, no. I, I mean, like I said, I used to spend hours a day arguing on, on Twitter, so I kind of know what you're feeling. The, the only way I... I can kind of, uh, the only way I can really do social media, I need to heavily, kind of heavily regulate it for myself. Like I'll only follow very few people and I'll, you know, have the settings so that it doesn't, you know, keep refreshing the page as I, as I'm looking at things and stuff like that. Cause like you said, as long as there, there's, you know, new stuff popping up at the top of the page or what, whatever it is there's oh that might be interesting is that worth (laughs) is that worth watching is that worth reading so 
yeah, that's the only way I've been able to do social media is to kind of regulate it for myself. But definitely what you're saying about uh, the, you know, the mini dopamine hits and what, what I've actually heard about that is that you actually develop, you do almost develop a tolerance to it. So then even, you know, more meaningful things don't feel as fulfilling because you need more and more of that. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. Yeah, kind of like, uh, like I said, it's, it's literally like using a drug. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And like it, social media is definitely, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've had an episode social, uh, just dedicated on social media. I think I talked to even, uh, I had an episode with my mother and we, we, t- we briefly talked about this. Um, it can definitely have its positives. Like I can talk to anyone from like, a, like across the world as long as they have internet uh, and the specific app that I use. And, you know, you, you can share things about yourself. You can find people, you can find friends, girlfriend, boyfriends, wives. You can, you, you can get married. Um, you can have fun with, uh, with people that you don't even know if you play games online or watch videos that someone posted uh, on India or England if you live in America or, or Brazil. So it definitely has its pluses, but I think with almost everything, it can... Like, uh, like it can have its negatives, like with guns, right? Guns can keep you safe. You can use guns to hunt and keep yourself and your family fed. There are many pluses to it, but guns also have the dark side that it's it's not like it's not like it's the gun's fault. It's the person who uses it. Like it's it's their fault. Yeah, you know, like a gun. As a as of right now, a gun by itself cannot kill anyone. It has to be triggered somehow, some way, for it to cause harm. To anyone, so if you need, in, in, in you know, usually, uh, well, not usually, uh, we humans are the uh, catalyst for for things like that, like social media. Like people could be cyberbullying someone, mm-hmm. or they could be posting th- like motivational things, yeah, supporting someone. Yeah, know? social media can be a tool or a weapon, and for for sure, for sure, it's that way with many things. It's about that right balance, or even even more so than the balance. It's about the the way the way you use it because you can you know restrict your time on social media to thirty minutes a day and still really waste that time. But I absolutely agree with you that there are many many positives. I mean, I've learned I've learned so much from people on Twitter. Oh, you know, believe it or not, <laughs> I've learned a lot, and uh, my my life has been significantly impacted by that. Uh, but that that doesn't mean it it wasn't a a problem for me at one point so it's definitely about you know utilizing things in in the right way and i guess it is a little bit of both there's the balance and using it in the right way cuz you could be you know using social media very in a very productive way but it's still still going to be harmful for you if you're you know spending 5 hours a day on that Right. Yeah, I think five hours is definitely like a, like a lot of time. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like if you have like your TV shows that you like to watch, if you like to scroll it for a bit, that's fine. Like, you know, you should uh, like if you work hard or if you work, you like uh, I think everyone needs uh, like a reward for, um, you know, for or, or just like a treat, you know. But like you said, like uh, I think there that should be things like that should be regulated because, even without knowing you could be spending like hours doing something 
when you may not even notice like an hour oh, yeah. go by and you're like dang i've been doing this thing for a whole hour oh yeah you know i think for me i think alarms definitely help uh or or notes put notes anywhere that you think that you definitely think that you're gonna look at or see but i definitely think if you carry your phone a lot like me uh like uh like alarms with like really like make sure that your phone has is set to like a really loud alarm and a song that you may not like so you <laughs> so it really registers on your brain <laughs> sometimes you may you may get distracted by something when you're doing something that you're focused on and because of how focused you are on like scrolling through tiktok you may not really think about why the why your phone's ringing you may just click a button to dismiss it and then it's gone you know so yeah and and like rem um rem was saying too like the change that probably didn't happen overnight right yeah it, it, I mean, in some cases that that was kind of necessary, but in other cases, like I said, it's not like I've completely eschewed television or social media or anything like that. Yeah, any drastic change or any change too quickly can have an impact on you, and some people, some people are better uh, at dealing with uh, certain um, certain things than others. So you could be able to let go of, of like uh, a specific app or like watching YouTube or, or TV shows, but you may have a harder time letting go of things like TikTok, like things that you have really been constant on. Oh yeah, for sure. So, Everyone's a little different in that regard. Yeah. So I think that cutting out, like instead of doing for five hours a day, do it for like three hours a day and then bring keep bringing it down until it's like an hour or, or two a day, you know? Like still give yourself that day is still a lot for social media. It's still a lot, but like for people that use it for five hours, that's like, yeah, definitely. You know, for for, for some, you know, reducing a little bit at a time can seem a lot less daunting. Yeah, like like even if they still do it for like two hours a day, if they used to do it for five, that's three hours. That oh yeah, absolutely. Up, yeah, know? absolutely. And then of course you have to kind of fight the temptation of doing anything else that might not be productive. You know, like you may use those three hours to, to scroll on Instagram or to scroll through on YouTube. So as important as it is to stop doing something that you're doing too much of, it is equally as important to do something more meaningful with those uh, oh with yeah, that time yeah that absolutely. you have freed up absolutely instead of just adding like a substitute for the same drug that you're taking yeah so yeah. working out can be one if you like creating books or you know you may not know that you want to like i discovered it in english class in middle school when our teacher had us i think my our english teacher had us do a story with a hero a villain and a symbol for some reason and i think a title was part of it and I think she said it was supposed to be in between two and five pages or something. And I started doing it and I ended up making 20 pages or something like that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my handwriting was not, it was not, it's not the most legible because I write fast cursive, not even cursive, but just fast cursive because it just got things, uh, I'm able to get things done. I'm able to get things done faster with it. Um, but yeah, and, and that's when I discovered my passion for doing things like that. And I have an, a book uh, published. And I also have at least four or five books that I'm still working on on separate documents as well. So Nice. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing you didn't used to rock climb like back then when you were playing video games all day? Oh, no. But before I was like 16, 17, I basically had never done anything with my life i'm trying i'm still trying to catch up <laughs> yeah, i mean uh, you're doing like you're i think you're 
like we were, I think, uh, as I was telling you on the ride back um, last week, I think you are doing well, very well with what you've been given in terms of like, uh, in terms of what you've been given in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's never necessarily too late to stop or start doing something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As long as you reward yourself, are patient with yourself, and just try to acknowledge the efforts that you put in when you didn't really have to. Like, even if it's like, like I said, if you if you work out for like five minutes a day instead of zero, you didn't have to put zero minutes. Like, let's say that you they never like the year before you worked out a total of zero minutes <laughs> for the whole year, but now because you're doing five minutes a day for like four or five days that that's like 20 minutes 20 minutes a week or so about 80 minutes a month and over 800 minutes a year which is a lot of time you know so some people have a tough time seeing that but it's sometimes you have to really as many people say step back and try to look at the bigger yeah reframe things reframe Reframe things in whichever way well get you motivated yeah exactly and obviously you know you you don't want to be doing just five minutes for the rest of your life try to increase it and you know it's it's all about gradually going like going at at your own pace some people can do it much faster than others like we said earlier some people take a bit longer and there's nothing wrong with that you know and you should never compare yourself to others as well that's a pretty uh important thing as well hmm yeah some a a a great quote i i think of when you say that is no no one is equal to anyone else even the same person isn't equal to themselves on two different days so yeah comparison if you want to compare yourself compare yourself to yourself a week or a month or a year ago yeah and i think that is the only thing that you should compare yourself to is yourself and like like your biggest hater and lover is going to be or should be well, I guess can like your biggest hater is yourself. Like I think in terms of potential, maybe not exactly for everyone, but in terms of potential, I think your biggest hater can always be yourself. But I also think that your biggest like fan can also be yourself. You know, it's a bit tougher, uh, especially if you have had like a tough background, uh, like childhood. But I definitely think those two, like realizing that you you can be both but that you should only be one of them <laughs> and obviously that's like you should be your biggest fan like criticize yourself is important like uh constructive criticism is important but there's also destructive critic yeah criticism as well you know yeah don't be self-defeating and actually i i want to add to what i just said about only person you should be comparing yourself to is yourself in the past actually i think it's more important to compare yourself to uh to look forward look at where you're going what where do you think you could be and as long as you're moving towards that as quickly as you feel comfortable with that's what matters i i think that i think that's pretty good yeah you, you should look at where you've been and if you keep things up like of course there are things that could happen but you know, adding on to what Rem said, try to uh, focus on, um, like, try to look forward to what you can accomplish if you keep doing the current effort that you are or if you keep increasing the, the effort that you are, 
gradually and you know just try to worry about things that you can control as well oh yeah absolutely that's you know if there's one key to happiness like i said last time that's focusing on what you can control yeah because you 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 can probably not control the weather or like uh, if you want to hang out with friends like let's say next wednesday you make all the plans you make the effort uh you do everything that you can to make it happen but then that day it rains Mm -hmm. or someone gets sick or something Mm -hmm. you know you shouldn't feel bad because it didn't happen but you you should feel good that you that you did like of course of course there's always more that you could have done like in almost in any scenario but if you did a like if you did a good amount of or if you put like a good amount of effort into uh like let's say if it hadn't rained that day that it would have happened you know try to be proud of yourself for um being able to to say that like oh you know instead of saying well well if only it wasn't raining yesterday or or only if it didn't rain tomorrow or if it didn't rain today this would have happened and you know be down on yourself try to be more like well you know what nothing that i can do about that uh i guess you you could change plans but um just for this situation you know try to be glad you know try to think like well if it didn't if it hadn't rained i think it, it, I, I think it would have been a pretty good hangout and i'm proud of myself for knowing that you know yeah yeah and I, I think i honestly think the source the biggest source of anger and depression in this world if not you know pretty much the only source or a couple of sources focusing on things you don't really have any control over uh focusing too much on the past or to a lesser extent worrying too much about the future. I think if when you when you only focus on what you can actually can c- control, what you can actually influence and change and you focus maybe 80% of your mental energy on the present, I think it's if if you can learn to do that again, it's not, you know, a one-day thing. It's a learning journey, but if you can learn to do that, it's honestly it's hard to hard to feel angry or, or depressed about anything. Take it from someone who knows. <laughs> and of course, as we also mentioned before, some people have it more like harder. Like some people don't have the privilege of others of not having to worry much about the future compared to uh, to someone else. But you know, I think everyone has their own potential degree of worrying less about things that you cannot control. Maybe not completely. Maybe you may always have that um, fear inside of what could happen, which is normal. But you shouldn't, I don't think you should worry nowhere near as much as you probably are uh, for something that you cannot control. Yeah, it's it's a a skill to develop. You got to think about your own thinking, so to speak. And the more you're, you know, aware of your own thoughts, the more you can change them. And like I said, shift shift to focusing as much as you can only on only on the things you can change and influence and more or less mostly on the present right no exactly um which i think even i am still working on it to this day but i think i definitely made of course a lot of progress yeah and i think it's always a learning curve that or like a learning process that that doesn't necessarily ever end but you know there's there's all, all kind of all kinds of things you know uh when it comes to this like uh perfectionism is the other end of like the spectrum i think 
when you try to be perfect at everything and um like every like even though you're living on the present you're trying to make everything perfect um like you're, tr- you're trying to do everything perfect in a way that people won't criticize or that you won't criticize yourself which is i think is borderline impossible yeah there is no you know? perfect there's only... i think there's a perfect for you uh sorry to interrupt um uh, uh, just before you go on, I just want to add that I don't think there's a perfect for everyone, but I think there's a perfect for you. It could have, you, you can say that something could have flaws, but to, to to someone, it could still be perfect, you know, go on. I, I disagree though, because I think perfect implies like completion. There's nowhere else to go. And when it comes to, you know, personal growth, there's there's always room for improvement. That's what I mean when I say there there is no perfect. Mm-hmm. There's There's always room for, improvement uh even when you're you know even if it feels perfect there's probably somewhere i i think for everyone there's always somewhere you can improve oh yeah like i definitely like i definitely 100 percent agree with with your definition of perfect um what i was thinking more was like perfect for you so the perfect that i'm thinking about may not fit with the actual definition of perfect but i think when you add perfect for someone like for me, so, so, like uh, let's say someone could be perfect for me, like in my eyes, right? That wouldn't mean that 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 I, I don't think that there's any there there are not things that they could improve on. But if if they are trying to improve on those things or they'd be mm-hmm. willing to, I think that would make them, in my eyes, uh, my own version of perfect. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but I think uh, I think we did. Uh, think we did pretty good. We actually went from. Uh, I, think, I think we went from talking about your classes, <laughs> talking about. We we went off the rails quite a bit, yeah. but we 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 almost kind of linked linked things into an overarching theme. I mean, in you. And time management and per- personal growth. Yeah, I think there. I think you know, um, almost everything, if not everything, is connected. And um, <laughs> you know, I think even if we don't tie it out at the end, I think that makes. More for a, uh, or that makes it more of a um, like organic conversation. You know, like I'm not a fan of, I'm I'm not a fan of planning exactly what to discuss or talk about. I would much rather like just um, um, just start talking, just like me asking me asking you questions and seeing where this conversation goes. Some people are more talkative than others. Some people are less talkative than others. I've had both uh, ends uh in my podcast i think and uh, you know i think that's one of the things that and i think i told you this uh as well i want to be able to just l- make anyone feel like at least a decent bit of comfort in terms of coming in here like there's no expectations that they should like you know like let's say uh, like let's say they just w- have been watching podcasts where the 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 person uh, the guest talks more and they're worried that they may not have anything to say like I'm fine talking about for like ninety percent of the of the podcast, as long as they are fine with it, as long as they are comfortable with it, and as long as that's that that make me that make that may make them feel uh, more comfortable. Like if, if it's just me asking them questions that they're fine with answering, uh, I, I still think that is absolutely fine. You know, like uh, the main, one of the main goals of this podcast is to get opinions from other people that they may not have a. a um, like uh, someone to talk to that they may really feel is important 
And I, I also like to get people's perspective uh, or perspective on things like your perspective on pro-life, the pro-choice thing, seeing where I agree with that, seeing where I don't really agree with that, and then seeing if my opinion either changes or if it is really concrete because I've actually allowed myself to open my mind and talk with someone that has a different perspective than me and still believe in at least most of what I believed beforehand. You know, I think that's important uh, for me. And I think that's really is like an important thing that many, many more people should have as well. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know uh, we did pretty good. Um, definitely, uh, I think it was a really nice, uh, almost like a motivational, you know, like a, like a motivational. I hope episode. so. I hope, I hope people take it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and of course, not everyone may take like uh like once again like if you're trying to make a podcast that is like a motivation episode you shouldn't expect everyone to see it that way some people may take offense to what we said about you know uh not having the right time not like not having time or having time to do certain things and you know like it's another thing about perfectionism that i, I used to be uh a bit of when i was younger is that you, you cannot and you should not really aim to please everyone just like mm-hmm. try your best mm-hmm. Just be yourself. If they if they are mature enough to to leave a comment or to ask you a question, like, did you mean when you said this? Did you mean this? Instead of just immediately criticizing you for not knowing exactly what you meant, like they hear what you say and they immediately just make up in their head what mm-hmm. what they believe is that you meant. You know. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes people need a little tough love. Like a, a friend of mine, there's something he'd been meaning to do for a while but he hadn't gotten around to it. It was actually a, a fortune from a fortune cookie. And the fortune said, actions speak louder than words. Do you have it in you? And that was all it took. And he, you know, d- did did the thing he was meaning to do, but it was putting off. So sometimes... People just need, to, just need that extra push. Extra push, yeah. I, like I said, I, I hope that's how people are going to read this episode. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, hopefully most of them we'll see it that way it would be awesome if, if everyone did but i like to keep it a bit real and say most you know? yeah and you can you can only you can't you can't control people you can only only guide them if they're willing exactly exactly yeah and i think that's not another great message as well to uh leave out uh or to leave or to end this podcast at this end, <laughs> this, end this episode with <laughs> excuse me um well, yes, uh, thank you everyone for listening to episode, I believe, episode 12 of the podcast, uh, two, uh, eight away from 20. Um, but once again, I'm really happy that we made uh, past 10. Uh, and I really hope, uh, you know, one day uh, we'll, we'll have episode 100, which will be almost two years from now, which hopefully this, uh, this podcast will still be going on. Two years from now, if we're, doing this, if we're planning on doing this every week, that's only... Uh, that's only like three months from now. Episode 100? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, wait, 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 yeah, no, yeah. I'm thinking days. That's only going to be... Yeah, uh, because there's 52 weeks in a year, so 52 episodes in a year. So, te- yeah, so, so technically two years. Almost two years. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm... I did not... Get, I did not... I can't do math on on sleep deprivation. Ah, uh, it's okay, Remy. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, some, I'm glad to be able to uh, help out a fellow, uh, a fellow uh, friend with... Uh, with some math okay Don't, <laughs> i understand i understand sometimes you sometimes you, you just need my help 
I got you. Don't worry. No worries. Right. Um, but yes, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Rem, for being here a third week in a row. We we may make it four weeks in a row on on next week's episode, but we will see about that. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, if you would like to leave a comment, rate, whoever you're listening on, that would be great. Uh, I would really appreciate it. Thank you once again very much for listening. Um, uh, we definitely have gotten uh, many more views over the past couple of episodes, and that's all thanks to you. Even if, even if you don't like it, I really appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, and I wish you all the best.